Sometimes we feel like reading our Bible. Sometimes we feel like praying. Sometimes we don't feel like doing any freaking thing at all. And sometimes at 5.30 a.m. on a Saturday, we get an unction that we ought to get up and write something down. This week we're talking about listening to our spirit. With all of the craziness going on in the world, it's so vital that we take the time to listen to what the Holy Spirit says. And what I mean by that is finding the stillness and truly digging in what it means to allow room for us to prepare for growth. This is a season of tending to our emotions and tilling the soil for all the good that we can all but hope is to come. So let's sit back, let's take a second to listen to what the Holy Spirit has to say and to give room for our thoughts to wonder. We are for the spiritual nomads, the outcasts, and the ones who desire to ask the hard questions. A shelter in the desert, a safe place to share our thoughts, our hopes, and our dreams. We are pursuing the truth, and we don't care about the consequences. We invite you to come and sit at our table and be a part of our tribe. We are brave, we are bold, we are the Reckless Pursuit. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Reckless Pursuit. My name is Cody. And my name is Elaine. And this is episode 113. Elaine, take it away. <laughs> you want me to take it away? I do. Go for it. Okay, so... This is a brief episode. Yes. This is filling in on a couple thoughts we've had lately about... Uh, I feel like last week I kind of grilled you, so I guess maybe it's my turn yeah. to be grilled. I'm going to grill you. <laughs> oh, I, have, I have things <laughs> I have things to that say, too. That sounds awkward. <laughs> to grill you? <laughs> blackened uh, uh, charred just like i like my hot dogs charred mm. you're gonna get charred okay i'm gonna get charred <laughs> no <laughs> go ahead okay so i feel like some days i have a whole lot of my on, on my heart and my mind and then other days i'm like i can't feel anything and i just want to play animal crossing I'm numb. <laughs> um yesterday so this i don't even know if this has anything to do with anything but i'm gonna go with it so yesterday i woke up meaning yesterday morning being a Saturday at the time of recording this, Saturday morning. Um, I woke up at 5.30 a.m., which is not unusual because that's typically the time I wake up Monday through Friday. Um, but I try to sleep in until about 7. Shout out to my teenage self when that was like waking up early. <laughs> but so I woke up at 5.30 and I was like, man, I really don't want to get up right now. Like we have a call. We're going to go hiking later in the morning, later in the day. I don't really want to wake up at 5.30 if I don't have to. And I went back to sleep, but I didn't really actually go back to sleep. I was kind of like in that half sleep where I'm like half awake. I know I'm aware of everything, but like, I don't know, I, my my breathing is slow. Like I'm un, I'm kind of in the in between, but I felt like my spirit kept telling me to get up and journal. And I love journaling and that's a huge like passion of mine. That's something that I do all the time. I, I do it at least once a week, if not multiple times during the week. I love journaling. I love writing all of that stuff. But I was like arguing with myself or arguing with my spirit or arguing with God, however you want to word that of like, no, I don't really feel like getting up. But I kept feeling, well, you need to get up and journal. And I kept going back and forth, back and forth. So about 630, I did this for an hour. About 6.30, I was like, you know what? Okay, I should probably get up and journal. I keep feeling the sensation. I can't actually physically go all the way back to sleep. This is still mulling in my spirit, in my, in my head, and in, in my heart. 
So I was like, okay, I'm going to get up, make coffee. I'm going to make some muffins. I'm going to go journal. Well, I sat down to journal and I had nothing to say or I had nothing to write down at least. And I was like, well, I, I, I started to write down like, well, I woke up and I felt like the spirit was guiding me to journal, but I don't really have anything to say, but here's just the experience. And then I told Cody um, a little after that what was what what happened and how I felt like my spirit was like, hey, you need to get up and do this. And then I just kind of like word, word vomited to Cody. I was like, maybe I had a whole lot more in my mind than I realized. And I was kind of telling Cody that despite a couple instances, like I've been kind of feeling not joyful. Like I've kind of been depressed is a very heavy, strong word. And I don't necessarily think that word specifically fits with my, or that's 100% accurate with the way I've been feeling. But on Easter, I was, I felt super depressed. I didn't have any drive. I Maybe blue. Yeah, blue. I've had joyful moments. Like I've done a couple things that in the moment brought me joy. But for the most part, during this whole thing of social distancing and self-quarantining and all of that stuff, I've just kind of been feeling very low, um, blue, melancholy, nostalgic even, or um, I'm not really living in the moment. I know that's something that we've been talking about so much lately, but I've like either find myself reminiscing on, oh, I could, on the days of I could go out and go shopping and, and go to a coffee shop or um, focusing all of my energy on the future of like, well, I can't wait until this date or I can't wait until three months from now when things, fingers crossed, or back to normal, or a new normal, whatever that looks like. Like, I keep thinking of, oh, if I can just get to this time, and I never want to waste my time, but... Specifically Halloween, let's be honest. You've talked about Halloween a yes. lot lately. Halloween, fall. yeah, Halloween, fall. That's literally the best time of the year. Don't fight me, don't at me. Like, that is the best don't time of the year, at least for me. And that's where I find podcast. the most... They can't at you. <laughs> that's where I find <laughs> the most joy, specifically... September, because that's really when I start decorating for fall, even though Arkansas does not follow weather, follow the weather that I, I would want it to be. But I kind of start decorating mid-September through, I mean, I guess the best time of the year is like September through December when you have all the fun holidays. But specifically, what brings me the most joy is from the middle of September to the beginning of November. So the entire spooky season and Halloween and fall and not just Halloween, um, Halloween is my favorite holiday, but it's not just that. It's the time leading up to it. It's the weather. It's, I think it's the most beautiful time. Um, maybe there's like the four in me or like, maybe I, I find beauty in death and, and I find beauty in the I leaves. love when the trees are dying. They're, they're dying, so but they're so beautiful. There's like some metaphor, some poetic, I don't know, something in that, but it's, like my favorite time of the year. And I'm always like, uh, so upset when that time is over with. And it's, I'm glad that Christmas kind of follows Halloween because I'm like, okay, I can stay happy a little bit longer. Peppermint and gumdrops. But typically we have ball season after spring or around spring. So come April. Come uh, allergy season. Yeah, come allergy season. It's, I'm about to try to sneeze. Uh, we have ball season. So it's, it's something to look forward to then we work with our closest friends and and so it, it's kind of a cool time just to sell corn dogs during the summer and getting to hang out with those people and always again being around people and currently we are not in ball season with everything that's going on I'm like oh what am I doing with my time normally I have ball season a past 
my time and get me to Halloween, get me to, and we still have like, what, five and a half, six months until October. <laughs> and I'm like reminiscing on, on past falls. And I'm like putting all of my energy into this next Halloween and this next fall season. And I think part of it too is because they're not able to be around people. And we always throw a huge Halloween party. That is our number one only big thing that we do during the year party-wise and inviting people over to our house. And it's this big ordeal. And I told Cody, like, of course, every year I always want to outdo myself on decorating. But specifically, like, I'm really excited because right now we're not able to be around our friends. We're not able to be around our family. We're not able to go and, and just be around people in general. And I keep thinking oh, I can't wait to that time. But yesterday, whenever I was writing in my journal, I was thinking, well, how can I recreate my joy, my love for Halloween in this season that we're in? Not necessarily watching scary movies or bringing out the Halloween decorations, though I think that would be kind of cool. Um, no, I'm not <laughs> but, taking those out of the closet right now. But specifically the joy behind that. What about fall? What about Halloween? What about that season that encompasses the most joy in my heart. How can I recreate that? And I was thinking, well, I can I can write a list of of thirty one things to do in October, and and just like we started talking about our Halloween party and costumes and and Comic Con that's like right before Halloween, and um, at least in Arkansas and all of these things. And I just was just kind of mulling over that um, this past weekend of like, what about that time? sparks a joy in my life and how can i recreate that fitting the season that we're in and so with all of that said because i put you on a halloween tangent for like five minutes what about the journaling thing like let's kind of circle back around you journaled you didn't have much to say you word vomited on me you're feeling nostalgic mm -hmm. what how does that all tie together and what what is that inspiring in you because you said you feel like you're living off mm -hmm. in another moment and I know you just kind of mentioned like, how can I create that joy? Well, I'm doing it by list, but how are you cultivating that right now? Mm -hmm. Like, how are you being present and, and taking, I guess, owning the moment? I mean, since it just happened yesterday morning, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I get, well, we went hiking after that. A couple hours after that, we went hiking, something that you and I both enjoyed doing. And so I was... I felt present in the moment of us hiking. And then right before that, we had a call with a couple of our podcast friends and we were talking about something cool down the line that we're trying to all put together in a couple months. And that kind of brought me joy. That, mm -hmm. that excited me. And it wasn't like, oh, I just have to get to that point of when this happens, but just talking about it, getting ideas. And, and it wasn't necessarily, like we were all talking about the future and like what's to come in the next few months and next year or so. But it wasn't necessarily of like, uh, like it was more of the preparing. Sure. And, and it wasn't like, if we could just get to this moment, but it was more so of like, well, what can we do now? How can we pre be preparing now? How can we co be cultivating that community, having these conversations now? And I felt really excited after our call. I felt really excited during our hike. I felt excited when we went and got iced coffee, like these little things and just find, finding joy in the little things. And I mean, specifically since yesterday, that's what we've done or I've done thus far. Right. And just kind of, focusing on that and so after I were vomited all over Cody I was like maybe I had a lot of my mind and maybe this is the reason why I felt 
my spirit tell me, hey, you need to get up and journal. And it wasn't necessarily maybe even just journaling, but just sharing my heart to you. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe to inspire myself or entice myself to say, oh, actually, there was a lot on my mind. I just needed to verbalize it first. Right. And then coming back to like, okay. And so I wrote in my journal how I felt after I talked to you. Mm-hmm. So here's something that's interesting to me about that. I am in a place right now where I'm tired of hearing stuff, right? Not from you. Like, don't get me wrong. You like, say you're on grooming, dang. But. Charred. <laughs> charred. <laughs> oh, you want some relish with that bird? <laughs> no, uh, I like, I'm in a place where I'm like, I'm tired. Like, I've, I'm so sick of being on social media. I'm so sick. Yeah. And. Dang. I say that I'm not trying to be negative. I just, I feel like there's two very dominant mindsets right now. There is, I am so uh, wore out from all this. And I'm just going to shut down. And there's like, you need to get your stuff together and get in high gear. And I'm not downplaying either of those emotions, but I'm in the middle. And I guess more than anything, I want to offer the listeners this idea. And let me just kind of preface it with your example you just gave you woke up and you felt something pressing, so you went to write it down, but you couldn't get it out of you. And I feel like we, a lot of us are having this tension right now. I'm having this tension. Uh, right before this podcast, I went ahead, I told you I was going to do this, but I went ahead and deleted Facebook off my phone. I, like, I just got the app off my phone. I need to have it away from me for a while. Um, there's, it just doesn't bring me joy. Mm-hmm. Like The conversations that I have on Facebook, for the most part, uh, aren't inspiring me. Like Our group inspires me. Little stuff like that inspires me, but a lot of the conversations I see on my Facebook specifically, just don't bring me joy. Well, and most of our conversations start on Facebook, but the mm-hmm. really neat, the bulk, the beauty of it happens outside of Facebook. Right. And so that being said, I'm just, it's not what's, it's it's not bringing me life because I, I have that similar thing. It's like this built up tension inside. I'm like, yeah. what do I need to do? So I just go to Facebook and I start scrolling, trying to see what other people are saying. Mindlessly, it doesn't help me. Yeah. And like to kind of bring this spiritually, you get up, you feel this unction on you. You're like, I need to write. You go, you sit down, you don't know what to say. And then I come in and you just like attack me with words. And I'm over here like overwhelmed anyway, but I listen Trying to make because your I love coffee. you. You're like, okay, <laughs> it's and like, 630. <laughs> now, like you've got this off your chest and you were able to go and journal. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us have this pressure, this uh, it's almost like a pipe about to bust. It's like forming cracks and it's just any moment now it's going to pop because we have all this energy, whether that be physical, like I need to work out energy, whether that be creative like energy, creative energy, spiritual energy. Let me, I'm going to be straight up honest. I haven't felt like reading or praying or any of that other spiritual stuff. I have it. Um, I thought it like it's Sunday. We're sitting here recording this on Sunday. I'm like, I should get up and read my Bible like a good Christian boy. And then I'm like, screw that. I don't want to do that. Like, it's, that doesn't bring me joy right now. Going and reading my Bible is not what I want to do in this second. What do I want to do? I want to play music. I want to sit in the yard and relax. I sent an email out this week inspired by uh, a friend of ours, Mark, who had talked about, like, something on one of his episodes and uh, was just talking about how he hadn't laid in the grass in a while. And it really inspired me. I'm like, man, like, lately I've just been going outside and sitting quietly and, uh, I've been trying to, something that I had read, and we both read the book The Alchemist lately, and one of the things, of all things, that stood out to me the most was like, he stops, is this where I got this from? No, this isn't where I got this from. Whatever, I got this from somewhere lately. It's just like focusing on the breath. I think it actually was in the book a little bit, talking about just like focusing on the moment, focusing on the breath, focusing like, I've been doing this thing where I'm just like, okay, I'm going to sit, and I'm just going to 
enjoy and focus on like this one good breath and uh, just trying to capture these little moments. And I feel like what you were doing, like your body was telling, your spirit was telling you, you need to go and capture this moment. But the mindset right now is geared in other ways, right? Like we're in this place where it's not easy to capture a moment because we're living in past memories, right? These past memories are yearning for the future. Exactly. And to live in the moment right now is so hard. And you would think like, oh, I have free time. Some of us do. Some of us, a lot of people are essential workers, right? Like they're not able. Yeah. yeah, And like some people are working at home and trying to change their whole schedules. Like there's chaos in all of that. But like theoretically, the world has slowed down. Air quotes there, right? It's slowed Mm -hmm. down, but it hasn't. And our spirits are up in arms because we're yearning for something. But our minds are so caught up on the past memories of when things were normal the fear of what a new normal looks like mm-hmm. and just hoping to get back to normal and all the while like trying to be cautious and then like I posted something on Facebook that kind of just stirred up in my spirit the other day. It was like don't allow social distance to create social dissonance. Just the whole idea of like <clears throat> we're separate, but that doesn't mean we're separate. Like we mm-hmm. can still come together in unity and like we yearn for that. We're, we're social creatures. And so your spirit was stirring. You knew you needed to go and say something. You just didn't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. Your mind couldn't process what the spirit was feeling. And I think right now, more than anything, what I want to offer people listening is this. It's okay to not focus on growth right now. But that doesn't mean to stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Just let it happen. Well, specifically, and I, we talked a little bit before this, and the analogy I used is this. Like, we're growing sunflowers right now, okay? Like, we just planted some sunflowers, and it's really cool because they just started, like, popping up to mm-hmm. the ground. And it's exciting because it's like, hey, I did that. But we had to till, get out all the weeds, till the soil, loosen the dirt, plant the seeds, space them out properly, water them, nurture them, keep the weeds out from around them throughout this process for them to grow. And right now... Sure, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, if you're not taking action right now, then you're not going to grow on the other side of this. Like right now is the best time to grow. I see that and I'm not dogging on anyone right now who's seizing that opportunity, but I just want to offer like that bit of condolence and that bit of peace to those of us who are like not in a mode right now where it's like, I just want to get after it. And to tell you to take this time to ask the Holy Spirit, to ask, to pray, to ask yourself as well, your spirit in alignment with Christ, whatever you want to say, however you want to swing that, but filter those thoughts through and say, what do I need to prepare the ground for the growth that I need to receive? And whatever that growth is, wherever that growth is, for you, it could be a precipice for all you're doing with your book and all these new ideas you have for your group and the prodigal daughter and all this stuff. You have all these thoughts going on. You have, you're in a season of kind of, you're, you're growing and shifting a little bit. And I, I even told you that as a person, I've watched you grow and shift this year. And, uh, you know, kind of like early last year, early or the end of last year into early this year, like I've watched your mindset start changing and stuff and in a good way, in a beautiful way. And you've been having to prepare that being able to just sit down and write it down is allowing your mind to align with your spirit enough to allow for that growth and right now with me it's not reading you know like I don't read fiction and so to read the alchemist was kind of strange for me even though it's more parabolic 
and it has a lot of life lessons. Like, that's strange for me. I don't read fiction, period. And I did that because right now I'm in a place where I need to allow my thoughts to just kind of wander. And I kind of think of it like using the shepherd, the biblical analogy of the shepherd. Right now is a great time to give your thoughts freedom to wander, kind of like sheep in a pasture. Now, does that mean to let them venture off too far? No, you want to keep them safe. And I don't know if this analogy is, re- I hope this analogy is resonating with someone, but like give your thoughts time to space out and to graze in their own pasture right now. Give them the, to, the, the, the freedom to not be all huddled up in, in one neat little stall, but to just go into the field and experience true growth. And what I mean by that is like, don't feel like you have to have everything under control and everything compartmentalized and everything organized in your mind. But in order to seize these moments when we're so caught up here or there, give your thoughts room. And for me, that's been picking up a guitar or ukulele and just strumming a new chord. Yesterday when we were hiking, I literally just stopped off in a cave for like five minutes and just played random stuff on my ocarina. Or it's been sitting quietly drinking my coffee and just saying, you know what, God, I don't feel like reading. I don't feel like praying, but I'm just going to sit here and enjoy this moment you gave me. I'm just going to enjoy this moment you gave me. And that's where, and I'm trying to tie this back to your, your example here. You woke up and you just kept putting it off because it takes effort to get your mind in line with your spirit, but your spirit knew it needed to sit. You may not have even needed to journal, but writing is your language mm-hmm. that's your just like me picking up guitar is yeah. the same as you picking up a pen right and so you needed to sit there because your spirit needed that connection with god it needed that connection just to realize because when you're writing words you have to be present you can write words about things to come and about past experiences but you're capturing it in a moment mm-hmm. and if even then what happened as soon as you got through that you had clarity to just be able to pour out. And ever since then, you haven't stopped gushing about thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I love you, and that's okay. But like, it's funny because last week we talked about feeling and how, like, I'm more of a feeler and you're more of a thinker. But mm-hmm. then this past week, and all I've done is think. <laughs> right. Which isn't a bad thing. No, it's not. And that's why I get to grill you this time because, like, you're, you're able to shift. You've been able to shift because where I've been having to get my spirit to line up with my mindset, I guess, almost, or. I mean, your mind, it lines up with your spirit. But like where I've been having to try to feel what I'm thinking, now you're having to think through what you're feeling. And it's just, it's an interesting trade-off. But I guess more than anything is like, you're not having to strive to be anything you're not. And in this moment where we're so caught up here or there, it's so important to just pay attention to those little unctions of your spirit to say, okay, what do I need to be centered in this moment? Because that is the truest expression that is where you find christ is in the moment and if that's worship music or prayer that's fine if that's sitting quietly with a cup of coffee that's fine if it's getting up at 5 30 a.m on a saturday and holding an ink pen staring at a blank piece of paper as your mind begins to just like the knot just kind of loosen a little bit Mm -hmm. so you can start unwinding that mess that's fine what's your thoughts tell me tell me what your thoughts are i got any thoughts you don't have any thoughts you have to have thoughts I don't know. I'm just sitting with it. You're just sitting with it. Well, I mean, we can make this a short episode and just close out with that. It's just whatever you're going through today, whatever your thought process is, whether it's whether you're anxious, whether you're fearful, whether you're 
caught up thinking about something that it's that happened or is going to happen just taking the beauty of realizing those little unctions of the spirit and allowing yourself to unwind in those and if you find one of those things that's distracting you from that, if you feel those little unctions, kind of like you, you went back to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to go back to sleep. I Even though I wasn't, it. I could never actually fully go back right. to sleep. For me, it's been Facebook. Oh, well, I'm just going to get on Facebook because uh, I have this weird unction and like, I'm just going to distract it away with Facebook because I don't want to deal with it. But in reality, dealing with it isn't actually a bad thing because it's relieving to deal with it. And you're not even having to deal with anything. It's just kind of putting the the guilt or the shame, the fakeness, the fake shame of like, oh, I have to be like this right now. I have to do X, Y, and Z. And just realizing like, hey, I'm in this moment. And there is no shame in that. Well, and your spirit recognizes when you, whenever you're out of alignment or your spirit recognizes any disconnect that you may be feeling, even if you don't know how to feel it, even if you don't know how to think through it, Mm -hmm. like your spirit knows, like, your spirit, the Holy Spirit, God, like that thing within you that is the connection between you and God, like it knows. Mm -hmm. There is a knowing that something is off or something is bad or something needs to be addressed. And like you said, yours is recognizing like, oh, I have this unction. I don't need to get on Facebook. I have this unction. I do need to journal. And like, Mm -hmm. it's okay if, or, and, and, like your spirit will let will guide you into knowing what you should or should not be doing. Yeah. And I guess maybe just offering maybe I mean I guess those are the examples. I was going to say maybe like offering an example of what that looks like, but I guess because it's so intimate and different you can't necessarily give an example. Well, but- and I think that like the best example would be an analogy by love language <laughs> analogies and like just going back to that is like you're not focusing on growth right now. You're focusing on preparing the soil for the growth. And growth. And growth will happen natively. Yeah. If you focus so much on growth, like, I don't know why. This is a really weird analogy, so bear with me. I think it's like a chicken, okay? Like, we can pump hormones into a chicken all day long to bulk it up really quick, but that doesn't mean that it's healthy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that it's good for us in the long run. It's That's not good, you know, good in, good out kind of thing. And you're just so, throwing like something on right. it. You're just creating just to get it done. Yeah. To bulk it up quick. You're just and, throwing a thought on Facebook or you're just whatever. Like it because like you said, it takes time or it takes effort and just to do a half half butt, half ass, whatever you like want to call it, just a like last ditch effort of like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do this thing to tide me over. Well, no, it's either you don't do it or you do it fully. You can't halfway do something. Right. And like right now is a time to to nurture you. And I, I don't mean like, oh, like pamper me, like go out and like, you know, that's not what I'm saying. Like Right now, spiritually, it's time to nurture our spirits. And some people, that is through working on things. Sure, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, but I feel like there shouldn't be this pressure to either work on things or either only focus on, like, self-care and stuff. I I think that um, whichever (coughs) one you're at, you should just do that because your spirit led you to that, not because someone told you you had to or didn't have to. Right, and I guess it's like this. There are areas in my life right now where I'm working on stuff, and it brings me joy. And that's good because that's nurture. I'm not trying to focus on growth. I'm just doing what brings me joy right now. And that happens to coincide with things that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. There are other areas 
where I've found that are distractions. Maybe that's Facebook, right? So maybe if you're binging Netflix to hide what your spirit's feeling, to deal with your emotions, whatever, that's not a healthy thing. But if you're watching Netflix as a show to unwind at the end of the day, right, like there's nothing wrong with that as long as it doesn't become a distraction. It goes back to intentionality. Right. And so like if you're working on something and it brings you joy, that's fine. But if you're getting distracted and you're hiding and you're burying your emotions in your work instead of dealing with yourself then that's not healthy. And it all comes back to this right now is right now isn't a time for growth. It's a time to prepare. And when I say growth, it could be financial. It could be spiritual. It could be physical. mental. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. Physical. Like working, like making things okay, that work like out like excessively I mean, <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, but whatever that is, like um, right now is just a time to really tap in and listen to what your spirit is telling you. And if you want to know what your spirit is telling you, those moments when you start feeling like antsy, you start feeling jittery, you start feeling like off, you start getting that pressure in your head. I don't know if anyone else gets this. Like, let me know, message us at us. I guess you could say like, let us know. Does anyone else get this? Like you're sitting there and you're antsy and it feels like your muscles start getting to knots and you really start getting like a pressure in your head. I don't know. I get that way. Like whenever I start getting antsy, I'm like, I need to really address this because there's something in my thought life right now, something in my spirit that's pulling up in me that I'm like, I need to deal with. Sometimes a physical thing, like I need to go vent and go for a run or quit staring at a computer screen. Other times it's I need to uh, settle down and just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me and get quiet. And so whatever those things are, allow this time to be a time to cultivate the soil allow it to be a time to prepare for growth and to when you come out of the other side of all of the craziness that is whatever that looks like that you're in a good head space and you're not carrying around baggage that the quietness or the stillness or the weird vibrations of the earth have left you with with all the fear and the the hatred and all of the demonic stuff that's being passed around which that's literally what it is it's demonic it's negative right and like, don't allow, and I, I say that like lightheartedly, not like don't do this, but like you can deal with that now and not have to carry it later. If you just don't bury out those emotions and you listen to your spirit at 530 AM when it says to get up, or you listen to your spirit when it says quit getting on Facebook or quit binge watching Netflix or quit working yourself to death or quit overthinking and all these little things. So just allow your spirit room. And allow your mind, your heart, and your spirit to align with what God, what the Holy Spirit has for you in this moment. And allow it to guide you. You don't have to think it through. You don't even necessarily have to feel it through. Like your your spirit will guide you yeah. in that and you'll get that unction. All right, everyone. I think that's going to sum this up. Mm-hmm. But if you'd like to continue this conversation, uh, head over to Nomads, a safe community for Christians to ask unsafe questions. And we're going to be talking about that this week. I'm, I'm declaring we're going to be talking about yes. this this week. And uh, I would love to hear, you know, just what's on your heart and just give you a place to vent and to openly chat and discuss what it means to align and even, you know, seek other people's input on that if that's what you desire there's a lot of great people in nomads that we turn to when i was going to say even like if you feel like that unction if if you feel like your spirit is guiding you to do something or not do something like we would love to know what that looks like for you and like if we can offer any advice or just sit there with you and listen yeah but guys we have a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe that we're going to be announcing soon we're excited about that but just know you're not alone 
and the social distance does not mean social dissonance has to be a reality. We are together. We are unity. We are one as God's creation. We love all of you, and as always, be brave, be bold, and be reckless. We'll talk soon. soon.